I think Chris was talking about, uh, it sounds like she just learned how to be steady. Amen. Uh, um, it's a lot going on in my world right now with family across the country, uh, trying to get my mom straight now, my brother, it's just a lot. And then, and then not only that, I got stuff happening here, a lot of things going on just in my life, a lot of things pulling in a bunch of different directions. And, and what I was, what I was thinking last week, I went, man, it's like my mind is cluttered. Your mind ever get cluttered? It's just a lot. Yes. Your database, I run out of database really quick. When you get over 50, you just don't have a lot of database left. You just, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm losing storage. I'm struggling trying to sift through all this stuff. And, and, and then the one thing that always keeps me, though, is the ability to be steady. Yes, yes, yes. Chris, it seems like you've learned how to, see, you don't want to be too high because it, life won't let you maintain that. Right. So you ever seen someone come to the Lord, honestly, and they're really excited, and, and, they're, and they're really, they're on fire for God, and they, and they have all that. And then they, they start off well, and then when life comes, they begin to, it, 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 they drop down to the valley. See, you don't want to always be on the mountain, but you don't want to be in the valley either, because in the valley means that there's a lack of faith somewhere. There's a lack of trust. So you don't want to be too high, because I'm telling you, you won't maintain it. Life is just too difficult. Mm -hmm. Too many things happen in life. You won't, you won't maintain that emotional state of happiness. But you then you don't want to be too low either because it shows a lack of faith and a lack of trust and, and, all, and a lack of understanding of who God is. Everybody say amen to that amen. one. So not too high, not too low. So if I can stay in the middle, it's, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a manufacturing guy. I'm a, I, you know, a production kind of dude. And, 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 and most, most parts and things have tolerance. You have the high, and then you have the low, and then you have the middle, you have the mean. And, and, and it's like, man, you don't want to try to maintain the high because anything can happen, and then you're out of spec. And you don't want to go too low because any little variance happens and you can go out of spec. You, just, you try to shoot or, see, you can run in, either, in the tolerance. You can run there, but you want to shoot for the middle. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I'm never too high. Everything in life can be going great. I can have tons of money in the bank. People love me. A situation is great. Life is going pretty good, um, but I'm never emotionally high. But then on the other hand, when everything hits bottom and, and doo-doo hits fan, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm still not low. All right. Because I'm, I'm hovering around the middle place. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay in the middle. Never too high, never too low. That's how you survive. Let's read some Bible. Let me show you something. Jeremiah, I think. Auntie, what is it? Jeremiah 17, 5. Jeremiah 17 and 5. This is what the Lord says. Auntie, what does it say? Cursed is the one who trusts in a man. Well, cursed? Now, that's a strong word. Cursed is the one who trusts in man and who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart is turned away from God. That's the combination. One, you're cursed. Now, cursed means that God has put this upon you. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be there. Everybody say amen to that. So it says, cursed is this person. It's the one who trusts in man all the time. <laughs> Trust more in your boss than you do God, because he's going to fail you. Everybody say amen to that. Trust more in, in, in outer, outside relationships than you do God, meaning 
who draws strength from mere flesh, who draws strength from that, who draws strength based on all the fleshly things or earthly things around you, they keep you strong. It won't last. Mm -mm. You know, I love how they have these girl power songs. <laughs> uh, uh, Beyonce is the queen of girl power. I'm a survivor. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then women play these things and they feel so strong. And I remember, I remember when I used to play a lot of ball, I used to play baseball. And, uh, and then when I was in Carolina, I played a lot of softball. And, then, and I would always listen to Craig Mack before the game. It, it always got me just kind of hyped up. Just that, just Craig Mack talks so much trash and I talk a lot of trash. And it, and it just put me in the mindset to play ball. See, it's that mental, see, it's, it's really though, it's, we're drawing strength from the flesh though. So while you out there singing your girl power songs, I don't want no scrubs. You know, all, all, all your girl power songs, and that's okay. But, but I'm trying to say, cursed is the one who draws, who trusts in all that man can do, who draws strength from just fleshly things, and whose heart is just turned away from God. Cursed is not where you want to be, because curse can't be broken unless God forgives or unless God says the curse is over. There's nothing you can do to get out of a curse. Yeah. So he's saying you actually are going to be cursed. Cursed means things aren't going to go right. Mm -hmm. Breaks aren't going to go your way. Mm -hmm. That's a very strong word. I would rather he would say your life might not be that good. See, because that means it's just life. Life just happening. And, but he's saying cursed. Mm -hmm. On to the next verse. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. It says that, that person is going to be like a bush in the wasteland. My, my brother, he's like, a, he's like an hour and a half outside of real civilization. So he, he's like out in the desert, this family out there taking care of him. And we, we went out there and we pulled up. I'm like, where are we going? I'm, I started seeing, we pulled up on the, on the, off the freeway and tumbleweed was growing across the road. I'm like, where, where are we? We are in the desert. <laughs> Cactuses and stuff like that. Was, they didn't have grass, they had cactus. In the, you know. and, and, and I'm like, the, the, the tumbleweed blowing across the ground is really finished because it's out the ground. It's, that's why it's all dry and everything. It's, it's, see, he's saying, you'll be like a bush in the wasteland. You're already dead. Mm. If a bush is out the ground and tumbleweed is rolling across the ground, it's cut off from the source. So it's brown, it's dry, it's hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's saying, listen, you, you're not going to prosper. It's, I like what it says. It says, they will not see prosperity when it comes, meaning prosperity will come, but you won't get it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I've turned away from the God, because, and I trust in man, and I draw strength from the flesh. See, all that accumulates to this. That person will be like a bush, cut off from its source, blowing down the road. Auntie, finish it. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. And then you're just going to be blowing across the desert where nobody's lived. There's nothing there. The desert is a hard place to live. I can imagine. How are they, I'm like, how are they building houses out here in the desert? California has desert. And I'm like, man, this is weird to me. And I'm thinking, man, how did they get water out here? Because there's no life on the desert. Or it's a tough life on the desert. Mm-hmm. 
So let me get this right. If I trust in man only, just always trusting more in man, trusting more in what men, people can do for you, if I'm drawing strength from all other sources other than God, I draw strength from my mental, oh, you know, everybody now is be mentally strong, be, be strong mentally. Just, and I'm thinking, you know, be spiritual. Don't get me started on spiritual. You know how I feel about the term spiritual. When someone asks you, do not say you're spiritual. Mm-hmm. Because you know what spiritual is? It means that I believe there's a God or something up there, but I believe it's my way. That he's like, he's like, I think he is. I serve him like I want to. That's not the Bible, everybody. That's right. That's so right. you're not spiritual. Spiritual means that I have a, a thought about something high, but technically it's based on my terms. So you don't do that. So it's like that person will be cut off from the ground. That person will be cut off from the source. It will be in a desert salt where no one lives. Do you want that kind of life? No. Then don't be trusted in man. Stop drawing so much strength from the flesh. Eh? I didn't write this. I'm not writing this. Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm going to make you happy in a second. Come on. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. That's, that's obvious. All of you do that already. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Now, here's the key, though. It says who trust in the Lord, trust produces confidence in him. See, everybody has a measure of faith. The Bible says he's given everybody a little bit of faith. Mm -hmm. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Why? Because you won't believe that he is. Mm -hmm. So the first step in God is you have to believe that God is, he really does exist. So he gives everybody the piece of faith just to be able to do that. Everybody has faith in something. That's why back in the day, people worshiped something because they had faith. They just worshiped the wrong thing. They worshiped the sun, or they worshiped animals, or they worshiped made-up gods. Why, where did that come from? God. God, God. God gave everybody some faith. Faith is the belief in something else. You following me? Mm-hmm. And so everybody has a measure of faith, but here's the thing, then, then we as we come and then we believe, though, we believe God is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. So we have faith, check, belief, check. Here's the issue, though, trust. Trust is a whole nother level. They all sound similar, don't they? Believing, faith in, trust in. And I'm telling you, trust in is another level. Because trust is not only me believing that you exist and me believing you are who you say you are. Trust is I believe you can do what you say you can do. Yes. Which produces what? Confidence. He says, you'll be blessed if you have confidence in me. That means when you don't know what's going to happen. That means when your situation is not looking that well. That means when you're facing something very challenging. That means as everything begins to bombard you, like Chris said, and then you start to get depressed and lose your mind, that means that when you're looking at a situation you don't know how it's going to work out, something causes you to stay in the middle. Amen. I'm preaching way better than you guys are Amen. Something causes you to stay in the middle, and it's called trust, and it develops confidence. Yes. So you are confident that something's going to work out. Yes. What? I don't know. I preached it myself then because I realized something. The reason why I'm always in the middle is because I have confidence. Yes. Not just that he is, not he's who he says he is, but that he can do what he says he can do. Yes. And I've seen it too much in my life to doubt it. 
So I have confidence that my brother's crap gonna work out. I have confidence that my mother's junk is gonna figure out. I got confidence that my situation here and stuff I gotta do has got to come together. I got confidence in my future. I got confidence in tomorrow. Amen. I got confidence in, wait a minute, what about this? Don't care about that, I got confidence. Yeah. Not in the flesh, not in man. We can act like this church thing is just an emotional experience that we come and our conscience feels better because we went to church and, oh, it was great. I gave God his, his hour and a half this week. No, the reason why we're here, I'm trying to deposit some life into you. I'm trying to help you be better out there, not make you feel good in here. That's right. Yes, yes. So my confidence, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. I know you have faith. I know you believe, but do you have confidence? Mm. So you can go to heaven and not have confidence. Right, right. Because all it takes is faith and believing. Mm -hmm. So you can be Christian and not have confidence. I talk to them all the time. People call in all the time with faith, and they believe, but they have no confidence. Therefore, I don't know what we're going to do. It's just all messed up. I don't know how this is going to work out. God doesn't love me. I wonder if he loves me. They will be like a tree planted by the water. They will be like a tree planted in the water. You know, actually, when I was thinking about this, I said they would be like a tree planted in the water. You know what I thought about? Hmm. An evergreen. Evergreens are forever green. <laughs> that, that's why they was the obvious choice to be Christmas trees. Because they're the only ones that look good. <laughs> Don't cut down a maple and put some bulbs on the sky. <laughs> choice. It was like, it wasn't no God thing. People said, no, let's get the evergreen. No. In the winter, they looked around and went, this is the best looking tree. <laughs> Evergreens are still looking sweet no matter what the weather is. No matter how dry it gets, no matter how cold it gets. You know why? Because it has something that sustains it. I had to look it up. It's, it's that waxy film on top of it that holds water, holds in moisture, holds out cold. So evergreens stay green because they're prepared for life. All right. Amen. It has this thing that it keeps them in the middle. It, it has this thing that keeps them. You know what it is? They're planted by the water. And the roots go out into the stream. And so it sucks up the water more. I told you about this. I got this tree in my yard. It's huge. It won't stop growing. And no matter how hot it gets, no matter how cold it gets, and I'm thinking, it's on a valley, so all the water just goes down to it. No matter how dry it is, if it's some water to be had, it's going to get it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, when you want to be planted, if you're, if you're not trusting in man, hallelujah, I'm getting hyped. <laughs> if you're not trusting in man, if you're not trusting in your own ability, if you're not trusting in the flesh, if you're not depending on all these things to make you strong, you will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Amen. Its leaves are always green. You're evergreen. Yes. Amen. I'm an I'm a evergreen. Yes, Lord. Yes. What about this, Kenan? I don't care. What about that, Kenan? I don't It don't make sense. What about this, Kenan? It'll figure out. Amen. And it's not wishful thinking. Amen. Right, right, right. So you know how oh, have positive thinking. I ain't talking about that crap. <laughs> Trust me, my thinking ain't positive. 
My, trick, my thinking is totally honest all the time, and it gets me in trouble. But my thinking is not positive thinking. My thinking is, my thinking is on the fact that I have confidence. Amen. Come on now, confidence. So that means when the weather gets hot, it doesn't matter. My leaves will stay green. I have no worries in a year of drought. I'll never fail to bear fruit. Amen. Yes. Because I'm not cursed. Yes. So Chris, Chris is standing up here going, I used to be depressed. Chris, how, what happened to you? you? You just got better? No. Your confidence changed. No longer having confidence in the flesh because it's going to always fail you. No longer having confidence in man because it's going to always let you down. No longer always having confidence in the systems of this world because they will break down. No confidence in government. No confidence in hospitalization. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No confidence in what your parents are doing. No confidence in what your kids are doing. Because you know what? I'm an evergreen. Yes. No, when it gets, evergreen trees, when it's hot and everything else is drying, they're still green. In the wintertime, you look out your window and it's seven inches of snow. And snow is on top of Nobody else got leaves. All the other trees out there naked, sh shaking in the wind. <laughs> evergreen is just standing there going, yeah, I'm good. Evergreens are so good, you can cut it off at the root, take it in your house, and it'll last till January 2nd. <laughs> and you cut it down on the 20th. I'm just saying that's how tough evergreens are. No wonder they're forever green. Hmm. we got somewhere else? Uh, Psalms 1. Let's go. Psalms 1, everybody. Psalms 1 and 1. Now, this is the first psalm, the First one, it says bless, what? It's the one who does not walk and step with the wicked. It says bless is the one who just don't hang out with the wicked, who don't take counsel from the wicked, who don't, who don't walk hand in hand with the wicked. That should be so obvious. It really shouldn't take any of my input on that. But my thing is you have to realize sometimes people are in your life for you to help them see God, and then sometimes people are in your life for a bad reason. That's right. It's up to you to figure out when to cut off what. See, because some of you will go, well, I want to lead him to the Lord. Yeah, but he ain't trying to lead you. He's trying to lead you to the bed. Right, right. And you, but in your mind, you're thinking, I want to convert him. <laughs> he has good in him. You, have to, you know the friend who you know just, just ain't good for you. And you're like, I don't want to leave my friend. Sometimes you got to leave your friend. That's right. Because it says, blessed is the one who does not... Walk in step, who doesn't take counsel from the ungodly. Everybody say amen yeah. to that. When you really want to find out something, you're really thinking about something, who do you run it by? Do you run it by your friend who don't know nothing about God, who don't give a crap about nothing but the world? Do you run it by your cousin who's crazy? <laughs> or do you run it by the person, your friend, who just always agrees with what you say? Hmm. Nah, you got to run about somebody who's godly. Amen. It says, nor stand in the way that the sinners take or sit in the company of those who mock God. 
the people who say, ah, oh, that God stuff, it don't matter. That church crap, ah, oh, nobody cares about that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that stuff. When I was a kid, I used to be Catholic, but you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody hits you with that line, don't they? Well, I used to be Catholic. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, well, how come you're still not Catholic now? You know, you know, it's like, man, we don't want to hang out with the people who mock God. It says, now you'll be blessed now. You'll be blessed. You got, what, what's the opposite of blessed? Cursed. Mm-hmm. So that means that God is, is involved. Yeah. Uh, yes. Great blessings belong to those who don't listen to evil advice, who don't live like sinners, and who don't join those who make fun of God. Mm-hmm. Instead, now, what's that verse? Delight in the law of God. Love the teachings of God. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't love all the teachings of God. When God tells me I have to love someone who hates me, I don't want to do that. That's the truth. <laughs> when God says I have to turn the other cheek, I ain't turning the other cheek. Not without a fight. <laughs> so we think about we have to do, I'm, I'm looking at this like delight in the law. I'm like, you know people who say, oh, I just love the word of God. You know what? They probably don't read it. Because there's a <laughs> lot of stuff that I'm thinking, man, that's tough, God. That one right there. Whoa, Lord, that's a bit much. Mm. Come on now, don't be Tell, holy here. Yeah, you home. right, you right. We're family. I, I'm now on the road. I can be myself. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be myself no matter where I'm at. But, but it's like, man, I... It says, I love the love the word. The, uh, it goes, don't uh, 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 commit adultery. And I go, okay. But it says, no, nah, but don't even lust, though. Man, I can't get my lust on it. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, see, man, there's so many things in the word that hits you in the face. Amen. And it says, delight. Let me tell you the only way you can do it. Because you all fail. Amen. Yes, we do. We all fail. Come on, yes, I'm, not, we do. I'm not talking down to you. We all fail, so here's the only way we can delight in what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. I, I, we were in the back. No, it's no, it's dawned on me. I thank God for God being the, the the God of all, the God of creation, the God who created man, made him in His image, the God who spoke everything into existence. But what I love too is that we can't do God alone. We have to do the Father also, mm-hmm. because Jesus came and did what to brought brought redemption back to God, but He also came. To show the love of the Father. Amen. Yes, he did. So think about this. How can I delight in the world? There's only one way. Through what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Thanking God that God is no longer just the God, but now he's the Father. Because see, if God was just the God, he might crack the ground open and swallow some of, some of us up. He did it. Yes, he did. If God was, it was just the God, he may call some foreign country to come here, take us over until we repent. He did it. Yes, he did. If God was just a God, he'd make tell someone to come in and just kill us all. Mm-hmm. He did it. Yes, he did. But thank God for the God being the father. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what can my son do to make me stop loving him? What can my daughters do to make me stop loving him? And the answer is nothing. Right. So here's the thing. If me being evil know how to do that, how much does God, hallelujah, I'm preaching way better. Yes. How, how, much does, how much does the father love us? There's no way you can delight in the Lord except for what Jesus did. Yeah. So now I go, I don't deserve anything, but because of Christ, I am worthy. Yes. God, you shouldn't do anything else for me, but because of Christ. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I'm good. 
Thank Lord, you. I can't hold on to these. I'm trying my hardest. But because of Christ, I still have the ability to repent, get forgiveness, and try to grow past this thing. Yes. So see, because of Christ, I can get up when the word says you messed up. Mm-hmm. Delight in the word? I can't delight in the word. It's, oh my God, it just smashes up against my all, all my sense of sensibility. But then when I look at the word through the filter of Christ, now I can delight in the law. And it says, who meditates on it day and night? Yes. Does God come up in your mind all day? Amen. I mean, because some of you are so busy. I got to get it. Do one of my weeks. But does he come up? See, it's just a delight to, to, to meditate. You know what I thought about? And, and the term meditation now is always this sense. It's the sense of Eastern ideals of meditation. It means to clear your mind. Okay? Let me tell you something. This meditation doesn't mean that. That's right. It means to fill your mind. Mm-hmm. See, eh, eh, me and Chris always talk about it. It's this time I want to fly to Tibet, and I want to just go to the temple. I want to shave my head, put on an orange robe, and eat rice every day and practice my martial arts. <laughs> and just seek spirituality. The orange robe, bald head, rice, spirituality, martial arts. Spirituality. You know what I want to do? I want to empty my mind. Okay? Because my mind is cluttered. Mm -hmm. But this meditation says to fill your mind mm -hmm. with the things of God. Mm -hmm. Don't empty it. Fill it. Fill it. When we see meditation, we always think, yeah, that means to pull it down, think of self, or think of peaceful thoughts. No, it, it this meditation means to fill your mind with what? The law that you have delighted yourself in. Amen. And then fill your mind and think about that day and night. So that means when all these situations coming up, when you sense this and you feel that, some kind of word will come up inside. That's why faith comes by hearing. And if you don't come to church, you won't hear nothing. You won't have faith. That's right. Because you, you can stay at home if you want, but you see, the thing is, you won't get the word and you won't learn how to delight the word delight in the word, then therefore you will have nothing to meditate on but what? Fleshly things, things of the world, things of man. Amen. And then what? You'll be cursed. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the one who, you guys are so quiet. You're really thinking, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Blessed is the one who delights in the law, but the law is so hard. I know, that's why Jesus came. Right, right, right. So now you can delight in it, even though you keep jacking up. Right, right. And then it says you have to, once you get the law, you have to fill your mind with it day and night. And if you thought about that day and night, how much of your troubles are you going to think about? How much, how much politics are you going to think about? How, how much work situation are you going to think about? How much bad relationships are you going to think about? How much health problems are you going to think about? If you're, just, if you're doing this day and night, you ain't got time to think about all that other stuff. Amen. So what happens? You learn how to be in the middle. Yes. Never too high. Can't mm -hmm. maintain that. Never too low. That shows a lack of trust. 
You become an evergreen. Auntie. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prosper. It's an evergreen. Here it is again, a different writer. Says, you know, if you do that, you're going to be like a tree planted by the stream, which yields its fruit in season. Leaves don't never wet. Man, look outside at your evergreen. You're green. Look at all the other trees. Orange, rust color, yellow, dying, dying. Mm -hmm. Leaves all over the place, blowing in my neighbor's yard because I ain't getting them up. <laughs> and, just, and, I, and, I, and I'm looking at this, my big maple who's, who's so big and he stands so proud in the summer. I'm looking at him now just wither away to nothing. But the evergreen in the back, it's just like, what's, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm still looking good, man. All these leaves, all these trees are going to be naked, bearing, bearing, done. Evergreen is going to be like, hey, still green. What happened? Six inches of snow. Evergreen just going to have snow on it, shaking it off. Just, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I got this waxy coat on me that holds in my moisture. So therefore, I will never witness. I don't care how dry it gets. I don't care how cold it gets. I'm going to prosper. People go, oh, the, the Christmas tree, was, well, the evergreen was picked because of the spirit. No, it wasn't. It was the only tree that looked good <laughs> in December. <laughs> come on, people, come on. Plant a palm tree out there in January and see how it works out. <laughs> evergreen is like, eh, I'm an evergreen. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. Psalms 46. Let's go. Whatever you say, I'm going. <laughs> God is our refuge and strength yeah. and ever-present help in trouble. It says God is our, listen, he's a very present help. He's not a distant help. He's not an on-the-way help. Ever-present. He's not, he's not a, I'm going to figure it out soon help. He's helping you presently. Yes, thank you, But Lord. you don't see it, you don't feel like it because you're too busy looking at, and you're too busy trusting in you're too busy worrying about all this other stuff. And God is saying, no, I'm a present. I'm right here. Right here. But God, where are you? I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know how I'm going to exist. I don't know what's this going to work. I don't know about my relationship. I don't know about my mother. I don't know about my brother. I don't know. And it's like God is saying, no, I know you. That's real. That's real. But I'm a present help. Present I'm help. I'm presently helping you. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Your, your, your mental state, your mental state, son. Where's your mental state? What, let me put it in better terms. Where is your confidence? That's it. That's it. That's it. See, because you're functioning in confidence, you're just not worried. And the people around you, they get mad at you, don't they? Mm -hmm. They be like, why don't you worry? It's just not in me no more. How, how come you're not concerned about this? Because I don't give a crap about that. Why? Because you got no sense of the world? No, I got sense of the world. But it's because of the confidence that I have. Yes. It takes a lot of confidence to have to repeat a thousand times, how's your brother doing? And, I, and the reason why I don't get mad, because I know people genuinely want to know, but what they don't think is that how many times have I had to say that? 
And then how much is that affecting my belief? Affecting how, what I'm saying? Affecting, you know what? It's going to be a long road. Amen. Seeing, seeing, seeing someone you love have to learn how to walk again, learn how to eat again, it's, it, it's painful. So when people ask, I go, well, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that, he's doing this, doing that. But all the time in my mind going, Kenan, we have confidence. Kenan, we have confidence. Kenan, we have confidence. You're an evergreen. We got confidence. We got, I know, God, you are present. Help. You are presently helping me, even though my situation hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you. I was, I, was in, I was in California, and I went to church. And, and I told him, don't tell people I'm here or any of that crap. I just kind of snuck in. And I remember I went to the bathroom, and I'm, I'm going to do my business. <laughs> and then this guy comes up next to me, he's doing his business. And he looks up, and he goes, you Pastor Keenan. <laughs> and I went, dude. <laughs> <laughs> finish what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to finish what I'm doing. <laughs> then we're going to wash our hands. <laughs> And then I'll talk to you in the hallway. <laughs> and then the other guy went, hey, this Pastor Keith, where did you get here? Dudes, I just came in. Why don't you stay? Just stay with us. Nah, then I gotta go back to the cold. Because I got people there. <laughs> what am I trying to say? They love me. We love you more. And I'm like, Lord, I have confidence. Yes. Amen. I'm going to do what you told me to do until you tell me to do something Hallelujah. else. Amen. And I'm confident. Hallelujah. Yes. He says, I'm a present help, auntie. Yes, yes, yes. I'm right now, but my situation, no, but I'm presently helping you. See, because God has to help your mentality before he affects your reality. Amen. That's good. You got to help your mentality because your mentality is beginning to crack. And God is saying, well, you don't trust me. We don't trust me. I can't see tomorrow. I know that's what faith is for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. There ain't no evidence. He says, you don't trust me. You don't trust me. But, Lord, you don't understand the situation. He says, well, don't look at what you see. Look at what you can't see. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, you talk to me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And all of that is Bible. It's Bible. He says, don't look at what you can see, because that's factual from an earthly realm. Think about that's what is internal. Eternal, eternity, eternity bends to my reality. I bend it. Yes. I'm gonna make it whatever it needs to be for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm so I'm presently helping you. It that keeps you in the middle. When you know you are presently being helped, even though circumstance. Your circumstances haven't changed, but you are presently being in the hands of God. Yes. yes. What does it do? Chris, what does it, what does it do? It keeps you steady. Yes. It keeps you evergreen. It keeps you in the middle. Yes. Come on, Auntie, let me get done. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the he sea. He says, therefore, we're not going to fear when the earthquakes come and the mountains fall into the, the sea. We're not. Can you imagine seeing that? I'm going to be a little nervous. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Did that thing just fall into the sea? <laughs> <laughs> we were in Dallas.
Dallas. I was down in Dallas, and, and I think Mike was with me. And the building moved. They had an earthquake. And I was just like, did anybody else just feel that? <laughs> Literally, the building just went. And then we found out later it was an earthquake. So I'm saying, I was nervous. <laughs> Therefore, we will not fear. So the earth give way. Don't you feel like in your life sometimes the earth is it's giving way? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, mm -hmm. somebody. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Don't you feel like sometimes the mountains are just cracking and you're watching your life fall apart and everything's changed and now situations are different and you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to figure it out. Don't. That's, see, those are your mountains. That's your earthquake. Yes. And he's saying, man, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not scared. Right now, it's all horror movies on TV, right? And, and you sitting there going, don't go in. Stop saying hello. <laughs> Whenever somebody says hello, they're dead. You know how you're going through a house and the killer's in there, hello? <laughs> don't tell the killer where you are. <laughs> I hate when they do that. They, they, they go in the basement, they go in the cave, and then they hear a noise, hello? You're dead. You're dead. Never say hello. <laughs> We will not fear, because you know why? Fear is the direct enemy yeah. to faith. Yes, it is. It, the fear is the direct enemy. It fights against confidence. Yes, it does. So what does the adversary do? It says that he is he functions under fear. Mm -hmm. so I didn't give you the spirit of fear. That's right. Fear what? The unknown. But that's what confidence in God does. It helps you stay in the middle because you don't know the unknown, but you're presently being helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, uh -huh. there's a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High see, dwells. See, so there's a river. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Whose stream, it makes you glad. Yes. It's a river leading direct. See, he's oh, leading because you got to be planted by the rivers of water. So God says, but you're like, there ain't no river around here. Yes, it is. I have a direct stream coming right to you right now. Hallelujah. My stream made the city glad. The holy place, where the, host, where the most high dwells. So if the Holy Spirit has come upon you, which it has because you have been adopted into his family by salvational means. Everybody say amen. To that. Amen. So now, guys, he has to supply a constant river to sustain your leaves. Yes. And the only thing that can cut that river off is you. Yes. With what? All your fears, all your trusted in man, trusted in fleshly things. Mm -hmm. all, all your being overtaken by situations. He says, I now, because you are mine, and because I dwell there, I dwell in the holy place, there's a river, it's a stream that I have directly going into you. Yes, yes, yes. It, it directly, so you can stay green, even though everything around you is browning. Yes, thank you, God. Mm. 
So you can stay green if there's eight inches of snow or if it's 100 degrees. The evergreen is a bad boy. Yeah. Always producing acorns all over my yard. All, would you stop dropping acorns in my yard? Please, I talk to my tree. But now that evergreen is bad, I've trimmed it up, I cut it, it still grows. Mm-hmm. And now it's laughing at all these other trees. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, they're so pretty. They're dying. <laughs> they're dying. But the evergreen, he trusts in something else. See? Yes. He's planted by the rivers. He, he, he keeps his moisture in. You gotta keep your moisture in. So you gotta hide. Don't don't be too high. But don't be too low. Amen. What what do I do, kid? Stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. Well, how how can I do that? By being planted. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the evergreen when spring comes, all the other trees are like, oh my God, spring's coming, I get my leaves back. The evergreen's going, I already have mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't go nowhere. He, mm-hmm. he don't get excited because spring comes. But then when winter comes and they're all out there with nothing, don't leave trees look so bad in the winter. They just look so sad. And the evergreen's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I got this, I got that. Too high, never too low. Amen. Never on the mountain, never in the valley. Amen. Last verse, Auntie. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. It says that God is within her. He's talking about the city, which is a reference to you. Amen. If God is in you, you're not gonna fall. Amen. If he's in you, you're gonna see you're gonna see help by the break of day. Yes. Now your day next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, because he's presently helping you. Yes, so yes. I know you're facing some situations. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to get out of it. You don't know what's going the outcome's going to be. You know what I mean? But what you do know is that you have confidence, and then you do know you can't trust mankind, and, and you do know that you are presently being helped. He's helping you right now. Because he helps your mentality before he ha- helps your situation. Amen. He helps your mentality to prepare you for your situation. And don't worry, he has a river that is constantly flowing into you. Though everything looks dry, though it doesn't seem like it's a way out, though you don't know how it's going to go, though you're kind of concerned, though you're overly concerned, God is trying to get you to say, he's, he's trying to get you to relax in the mean. He's trying to get you to fall back into the confidence of God, which causes you to take a exhale. Yes. My mom, we had to go to the storage because she got the storage unit. And, and so me and my nephew, and then her TV was trapped in there somewhere. It got, it got put in a box that wasn't marked. So she got all these boxes in there. So she's like, I need my TV. All right, mom, let's go to the TV. So we go into the store, me and my nephew, we're in there, it's all the way packed to the back. We're cutting open boxes. I don't see no TV. Then finally I went, Lord, where's the TV? 
And I reached, literally, I reached over and cut this box, and the TV was in the box. Hmm. So I pulled the TV out, hand it to my nephew. He gets it out. We struggle to get through all the boxes to get back out to the thing. And I get back out to the hallway where my mom's standing there. And she goes, oh, my TV. Did you see a box in there marked boots? <laughs> I went, mom, you ain't getting no boots. <laughs> and you're in California. Why did you bring the boots? <laughs> well, I really like those boots. Mom, you're not getting no boots. <laughs> Close the gate. We are out of here. <laughs> And you think you would have marked it boots? But I'm like, Ma, you ain't about to get eight inches? <laughs> and she's looking at me like, I really wanted the boots. <laughs> We're not getting no boots. Close this thing up, take this TV, and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very present help for the TV. <laughs> That's all I'm getting. I ain't going back in there, mom, for some boots. So you can be fashionable. Okay. Winter boots, California. <laughs> and I went, Lord, I'm not here. My brother's down. I take care of my mom and I'm not here. And then the Lord says, you're not a present help to her, man. Amen. You go home and trust me. Amen. So I flew home and I trust him. Amen. Amen. One last story. I was on a plane and uh, uh, on the way home. And I'm sitting next to this, this elderly couple. Came. On the way there, I, I was not met next to anybody. On the way back, it was an elderly, elderly couple, and I always do the aisle seat because it's not if I go to the bathroom, it's when. And so the, the wife was in the middle and the husband's on the other side. Really, really nice people. And so, you know, on a plane, you're watching screens. You know, you can watch a little movie and stuff. So I'm sitting there, and you know how you kind of like, I'm kind of watching something, but I'm kind of dozing off with them. And then all of a sudden, the lady next to me goes, ah! And I'm like looking at her, and the husband's like looking at her. And so I'm like, all right? She's like, yeah, I'm watching this movie. So I look at the screen, and she's watching uh, Quiet Place 2, which is real jumpy, kind of, you know, monster kind of movie. And I'm like, you, should, you think you should be looking at that? I'm not trying to offend you, but she's like, no, but I'm watching it now, you know? So I'm like, okay, okay. So we finish, we, she goes back, I'm back into my thing. Then a minute later, ah! Lady, you got to stop doing that. And the husband looking at her like, I'm going to slap. <laughs> and then we just both just burst out laughing. And she said something. She said, you know what? This is making me a little nervous. But I'm in movie. And I went, okay, that's, that's how you get over fear. Just face it. With confidence, not just in yourself, but in he who's within. So she jumped about three times. But we landed and I went, you finished it. She's like, yeah, I finished it. 
And husband's like, I'm glad. Now let's get off this plane. But when you face your fear, can you face it? The hell? Come on, huh? 